pretty interesting day for the semiconductor market today. We can see most of the market was down roughly 0.3, nothing too crazy. Uh, but here we can look at the semiconductor ETF and it was down roughly 2.2%. So we definitely see that something is impacting the semiconductor market. One of those things is there are reports that China is increasing the export restrictions of certain raw materials that could obviously impact the semiconductor space. We did see a nice amount of semiconductor stocks down a nice amount, some four or five percent. So in today's episode, I want to take a closer look at these restrictions, kind of learn what's happening here and take a closer look at four stocks that are being affected by it and kind of see, hey, maybe this might be a buying opportunity. So let's take a closer look in today's episode. So like I mentioned, um, this is the main report. If you go to Google and put chip stock China restrictions, you will see that, hey, China is talking about uh, export restrictions of certain metals. If we take a closer look, the two metals are going to be gallium and germanium, which are used in chip making, communications and defense. In a bit, we are going to take a closer look at, at some of the products that are, are affected with this kind of restriction. Um, but it does seem based on this report that the controls are, aren't likely to have a major impact on leading germanium producers, but could be more for the smaller operations. Um, it also is to the thought right now, obviously things can change, but this isn't really going to impact too much. Maybe the semiconductor chip designers too much, maybe a small price increase, um, but this is more on the top level of the chain here, where it's more maybe like whoever's using these raw materials to produce something even more. The main impact here is China does control roughly 80% of world's um, gallium and germanium output while the u.s relies a good portion from from this from this export right but the main thing is the two metals aren't necessarily rare the main reason that chinese dominates this market is because it's a very low margin market so while these metals can be found all over the world because it is a, such a low margin market not many companies are willing to try and kind of fight it or, or, or fight for market share in this space because it really doesn't make sense. But on, I, I want to say on the backside, if these restrictions do come into fruition, it's going to increase the prices of certain of these metals. And then because they increase the prices of these metals, it's going to create incentives for competition. And these competitions, like I mentioned, these metals can be found all over the world, can kind of come out and say, hey, look, now that this is now a, a, a somewhat healthy margin or a somewhat healthy profit of business let's continue and let's kind of start mining it or process it within our region right so it, it does seem like in the short term there might be small impacts to maybe maybe semiconductor companies but again this is uh this is more on the top level chain and the price has kind of trickled down little by little um and obviously it's in the long term it doesn't seem like it's too much of a problem especially if prices go up we are going to see like more competition and kind of more people enter in this space so now let's kind of take a closer look at where you might see some of these metals or materials being used so gallium um, it's used in two forms so the first one is one that many investors might know that's gallium nitride gan if you're in the ev space you might hear this name a lot um, and that's used for a lot of things like rf components and semiconductor powered devices the other is in the form of gallium arsenide uh, and that's also used in microwave uh, microwave frequency chips monolithic um, chips as well solar cells laser cells and optical windows i do want to say right now the companies that we're going to look at are more dependent on gallium 
than germanium. Um, but germanium is used in companies like that deal with fiber optics, infrared optics, solar cell applications, LEDs, and other kind of kind of imaging and infrared sensors. So I do believe maybe I might do another episode on some germanium companies. I, like I mentioned, most of them are going to be more on gallium at the moment. I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. And check out fool.com slash Jose for the 10 best stocks to buy now. With that link, you get a promotional offer for the subscription service. Now, let's continue with today's episode. So the first company is going to be Corvo, ticker CRVO. So this is a company that deals a lot in RF micro devices or in RF micro chips. Um, so Corvo is a diversified market leader in RF and power and provides the interest industry broadest portfolio of critical enabling technology so we saw from the previous slide that hey um, gallium right is being used in things like rf like power 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 chips as, as well so we can see how corvo is definitely one that could be impacted if we take a closer look at corvo's total revenue one of their biggest revenue segment is acg and this is accelerated cellular group i believe or uh, i i do believe it's accelerated cellular group but it has to do with the cell industry sometimes maybe with um with cell towers and things like that and here we take a closer look at their 10k report they do mention that a lot of these solutions that they have de depend on gallium nitride gain and gallium arsenide so we can see these are definitely um, products that we were just talking about and can obviously impact them um, they do mention that their gan and their gallium nitride and gallium arsenide um, are a bit are, are a risk for them uh, because they are using it in certain applications right so we can see how corvo is definitely one of the players here the other one that we're going to take a closer look at i want to say the stock price dropped a nice amount today there a lot of things happened i do believe there might have been a downgrade on this today um but the on semiconductor is down roughly four percent today on semiconductor is a company that's really focused on the ev market and we saw how gallium nitride is used in the ev space i do want to say though on semi doesn't really use too much gallium nitride they most use silicon carbide for their technology so maybe the market just saw hey ev ev space ev products and might have maybe started to sell off early on on semi i do believe maybe this might be providing a buying opportunity for those not familiar on semi is a semiconductor company that provides chips for the automotive segment the industrial market and the other industries we can actually go to their main website i do believe in their main website they talk a lot about the chips and kind of products that they hit within this within this industry and the automotive solutions in the ev space uh so again i do believe that maybe the market might be seeing ev solutions in in, in gallium nitride and kind of put on semi but on semi it's mainly focused more on silicon carbide if we take a closer look at their 10k report i don't believe they ever mention anything between gallium nitride or gallium arsenide or germanium at that case they really do talk more about that silicon carbide which is another kind of solution um so that one's pretty interesting we're going to take a closer look at some financial results in a bit number three is going to be skywork solutions skywork solutions is right now down roughly four percent as i am recording um i do want to say skyworks might be a little bit closer to corvo um where they do kind of provide rf solutions so that's one of the reasons this stock is down 
I want to say um, Skyworks does have a 2.3% dividend yield. I don't believe any of the other ones that we looked at so far have a dividend yield. Uh, but like I mentioned, Skyworks really works on that connectivity with the RF side. If we take a closer look, they are dependent. We see that they are dependent to manufacture some of their products. They are dependent on, on gallium arsenide. Uh, like we saw, that is a product that's used for the RF market. Uh, so obviously, an impact here can kind of cause some form of risk. Like we saw from the previous news, though, they don't believe it's going to be any major impact in the sh in the long term of things. In the short term, maybe we might see something. Um, but overall, the stock is down roughly 4%. Um, they, like I mentioned, this is a company that deals a lot with numerous, numerous RF products. And that's the main reason um, that they do depend on that on that form of solution. Now, the final company is one that I, I do enjoy a lot. And this is Monolithic Power System, ticker NPWR. Uh, market cap of roughly $24 billion. This one is down roughly 3.5%. We saw that, hey, um, gallium nitride is used for things like power solutions, monolithic power system deals with a lot of power solutions. Uh, we can see from the products that they have power modules and different kind of monolithic ICs. And this is, again, something that if we take a closer look at gallium nitride, um, gallium nitride is used for a lot of monolithic microwave integrated circuits. So we can see this is definitely a company that's impacted by this. Um, again, I don't, I don't believe this is going to be anything in the long term of things, maybe more in the short term of things where it might kind of hit margins a little bit. But I do believe the market will kind of fix itself if something like this happens now if we take a closer look i wanted to look at kind of trailing 12 months um at, at their balance sheets and kind of rank them in order i do believe the best balance sheet between these four companies is monolithic power system it has no debt positive cash flow positive in cash and short-term and, and has plenty of cash and short-term investments right uh so no long-term debt all these companies are positive in cash flow from operations and do have a nice amount of cash and short-term investments but all the other ones have more debt than that um than than cash uh the cash and short-term investments overall nothing i would be worried about but i do believe monolithic power system is the best in forms of financials now if we take a closer look at kind of revenue and revenue growth forecast i do believe the two biggest ones that are expected to grow here the most are monolithic power system this is one that's expected to grow this year and also next year while most of the other companies are not expected to grow this year because of this kind of inventory shortage all, most of them are expected to grow next year uh, on semi in my opinion is the second nice grower right here so monolithic power definitely seeing pretty growth strong growth rate estimations by analysts on semiconductor is number two uh, so right off the bat you guys can see which one might i might be a little bit more pressured to buy or or, or kind of persuaded to buy at these moments if we take a closer look at forward pe ratios all companies are profitable i do want to say the most expensive of this is probably the one that looks the best and that was monolithic power system forward one year pe ratio is 38.13 all the other ones are in the low teen low to high teens on semi in my opinion was the number two and their forward pe ratio of one year is 17.12 so that one looks pretty interesting um corvo and skyworks they have pe forward pe ratios uh, one year of right of 13 and 11 um respectively 
So we can see all these companies are profitable and aren't trading at crazy valuations like maybe some other semiconductor companies. Uh, the final thing I just wanted to maybe take a closer look at outstanding shares. The two probably more mature players are Corvo and Skyworks. Those are currently buying back shares and it does seem like that average diluted shares is decreasing while the two maybe main growers on semi and MP, uh, monolithic power systems are kind of increasing their average diluted shares outstanding. Uh, I do believe they're all hitting interesting markets. Like I mentioned, for me, my two favorites right now are monolithic power systems and on semiconductor. Uh, if, if these continue to decrease on this current news, I do believe those are sitting pretty interesting. I can also see why certain investors might want to get into the Corvo or Skyworks solutions. Those are typically not my companies that I'm looking at right now, uh, but I have done many videos on, I believe, monolithic power systems for sure. So make sure to check that out. Maybe on, on semiconductor as well. Um, so obviously for me, semiconductor market still bullish in the long term. In the short term, it's going to be very, very volatile. Uh, my main plays are not planning on selling anytime soon. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Take care. Have a good day and see you next time.